Dude, House of Leaves. House of Leaves is good. It's the hardest book to recommend to someone because they opened it up to like uh, all the weird artistic stuff he did. Where like, what if there's just like ten pages of nothing in it, but like right. a, a, a letter or the words are falling like a cascade, and they're like, what Fuck if they're, this what do you- book? You have to read it in a mirror for this part. <laughs> That's literally a part. That's literally a part that you do. Yeah, it's such a. And you're like, well, let me explain. It's like it's a book within a book. Uh, they're all, it's all fake, but there's footnotes from another story uh, yep. in the margins of this one. And they're like, okay, I think I'm good. I'll go back to Ready Player One. No, come over to me. Come over to me in the House of Darkness. House of Leaves is great. No, it actually was fun, but very, yes, very it cool. is very uh, silly. Chad, so you you had a you had a you had something happen to you, man. Yeah, let me you know what let me make this part of the podcast be um like an audio uh what's the word? not a confession because I didn't do anything wrong. What would that be like an audio <laughs> testimony? I guess. Yeah, maybe like a, a a recording, a laying out of your side of the story. Yes, yes, because uh, this is going to probably enter the entire episode will be entered into court. Definitely. Uh, yeah, last last week uh, I was having a pretty rough day and I decided to drive over to Burbank. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick up my buddy Dom and get some lunch. Let's have a sad boy lunch. Ah, oh, where are we guys gonna get real quick? Well, you know, we we decided to go. Where do we go? Uh, do you want Wood Fire Grill? I think it's called. I always get the oh. name wrong. It might be Wood Ranch. It's really generic know. sounding, but it's super generic. It looks and, like, and the food yeah. is fine. But we went. We went there. <laughs> okay. It's right next to Cartoon Network, and and we decided to go. And uh, I pull up next to Cartoon Network, and I'm sitting in my car idling for I don't know. I'd say five minutes. I have my hazards on. Uh, I'm in the car. I might be parked in slightly of a red zone. Uh-huh. But uh, that's it. Dom and I get in the car. We have a, we have a nice time. Friendship and strength and, and, and power and, and brotherhood and all that stuff. <laughs> power. <laughs> power. <laughs> that started to sound weird. We had power together. We had power together. We had a lot of free rolls. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, just last night. Got a letter, uh, a ticket from Burbank police saying I parked illegally in a red zone uh and i now owe 70 dollars but it's it's clearly i clearly got it because they show you what street you got it on and when and what time and and where it was uh it was while i was in the car waiting for oh wait what like the street it was on the only time i was there the last three weeks has been picking dom up so you were just Uh, sitting you were like sitting in the car waiting sitting in the car idling hazard lights on in the car aware not on my phone just sitting there just like like blankly staring into the sun uh-huh into for the void moment. yes for a moment yeah how long would you say it was oh are there five yeah. ten minutes tops not, uh, not even really oh, I, not, yeah. I would even, i would say tops five you were i was out quickly. five i mean you, know, you, you you have those long legs you move very quickly and we're very very punctual <laughs> yeah dom's gazelle like uh, <laughs> gazelle like strides <laughs> Well, the thing is, the the parking enforcement in Burbank, Burbank police, by the way, they have a chrome pink SUV police vehicle that they roll out for breast cancer. Oh, I see. Okay. (laughs) To capture all the breast cancer. To capture all the cancer. Because they're men enough. They're men enough. Yeah, Yeah, they're men enough to wear pink. And, um, And so the parking enforcement is like this, you like this, like, freaking. Uh, army jeep that has like three cameras mounted to it uh-huh. like closed circuit tele- uh, tv cameras uh-huh. and uh yeah i guess chad was briefly in the red zone and the camera looked at him and was like that motherfucker gets a ticket 
Yeah, so what, I can't, what I can't tell is if a, yeah, either a surveillance drone flew overhead, just saw me in the red zone, and just automatically gave me the ticket, or I guess there's possibility that I blacked out and a cop <laughs> no. knocked, knocked on my window and was unable to talk to me, so he just gave me a ticket. It feels weird to get a ticket without yeah, anyone he, talking he, to you. Yeah, a cop gave you a ticket but didn't give it to you right then and there. He mailed it to you. He mailed it to me. Yeah, right. It, it, it felt like a guy like drove by and just like got him, and then just like kept on leaving. Are you gonna fight this? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm being petty. I think it's Chad bullshit. and I have our receipts from lunch. Yes, we will show you how quickly we ate lunch. Uh, I might tell that waitress as a as a as a character witness. Like I, I wait, wait, oh, a so surprise you, witness. Did you like whip around to pick Dom up after like eating? Is that what happened? No, no. This was just like we picked him up to go to lunch, and then immediately. I think the lunch is not really going to be, like, a linchpin part of the case, but we're going to be like, listen, I'm picking him up. These receipts corroborate the story. I have my uh, timeline. My timeline is here. Yeah, Take my a look at it. In, in the serial season one parody that is not topical at all anymore, where they walk to yep. Best Buy and try out the phones, this would be like me going, like, this is how long it took us to get here, and we drove, and we got to Cliff Jumper or whatever the hell it was called to eat. It's called, by the way, it's called Wood Ranch Barbecue and Grill. Do you just research this? I only know because I typed in the name that Dom said uh, and then typed Burbank. And then the first thing that came up was Wood Ranch Barbecue and Grill, not whatever I searched. And you, while I was looking at the Yelp page, you you said we ate a lot of free rolls. And one of the top pictures on on Yelp is a, ba- a basket <laughs> it's, of rolls. It's a picture so. of me eating a basket of rolls. <laughs> yeah, it's just you. <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, and, you're, and you're sitting in a red, in a red zone doing it. <laughs> and you're and you're there's there's cars all around you trying to get in. I I guess I'm just confused in, in two different levels. One, is it illegal to be parked if you're in the car? Wow. I've, never, I've never considered that parking. I'm like, yes, because at any point anyone can go, sir. Can you move? Yes, sir. Good day to you, sir or madam. It might be a lady cop. It uh-huh. might also be a lady cop. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's what the hazards are for. Yeah, I'm somewhere where I shouldn't be, but I must be here for a moment. Hazards. Yes, let's all talk about right. it in the mail. By the way, they've ruled that that is taxation without representation, which is why they got rid of the stoplights. Oh, the so is this the their new cameras. thing because they can't do the stoplight cameras? No, that... this is just Burbank police who freaking have so much GD money that they're like, all right, let's see if we can uh, bleed people out of money. Like, come right. come to Burbank and get a ticket because we're trying to keep well it says an officer name on the ticket right it's there's an officer. i won't put him on blast i don't want to create a witch hunt for this this officer i know i know the goosebud fans are very loyal they Um, will get out yeah they'll get out there and pound the pavement looking for this guy (laughs) like warriors uh yes but (laughs) and the warriors all have like slappy masks that's the goosebuds warriors um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is is it needs to either say was it a man did a man walk by give me the ticket and then just not look in to see who was there did a did a car like did a pink hummer uh on the lookout for breast cancer just tag me and go by or did mm-hmm. a drone just pick me up and then fly away like i need to know who... i'm telling you i'm telling you it's the it's the parking enforcement jeep with that has several cameras mounted to I it i feel like i would have noticed a google maps type car driving by but maybe not maybe it like lurked up behind me and then drove the other way like it's it's like stealth assassinating people with tickets well, we'll return to this as you fight it, right? When's your oh, court yeah. day? Uh, I haven't looked. I probably should look that up. I mean, listen, if this ends... This you were not prepared, Jed. Come <laughs> yeah, on, man. you got to fight City your, Hall. Yeah, it's got to be a part of your timeline, dude. you got to be on top of things. Shit. Okay, I'll look it up. 
Um, if this story ends next month, we're doing a Goosebuds. It's like, oh yeah, Chad's in jail for a week. Like we can so- announce, <laughs> we can <laughs> announce the court day, and everybody can come. I that love this idea. Great. Actually, that's actually great because I think I'll you're allowed to out. show. You're just allowed to show up to court, right? Yeah, you're allowed to show up to court and watch. Why do more court? people do that? Why do more people just go to court and like hang out? <laughs> Because boring as shit. It's sad and boring as shit. Okay, let me throw this way. If you were allowed to talk or yell in court, it would be the best time. If, if you're allowed, to, yeah, everybody would go. If you're allowed to go and just you can throw stuff out from the from the stands and like it basically this just becomes uh, idiocracy court. That's all that's going was, to be. I was going to say, what happened to throwing rotten fruit and uh, yeah. and vegetables? Like, let's get that again. Let's do that I mean, again. There's all those news stories about you know grocers that have to throw away their food because it's a week expired when they don't need to. Right? That's a big them, story about food waste. Yeah, sell it to the courts. Um, it encourages business and industry, and then people can go to the courts and like buy an old tomato. And civil service will be fun again. Oh, mm-hmm. I think we're figuring this out. Like, because we, we had them at hangings. At hangings, you were able to. And we're not bringing <laughs> hangings. Aren't coming back. All right, that's not, that's not the path I thought you were going to go to. Hanging this. hangings are not coming back. No, but the fun of hangings can come back. <laughs> the fun well, of hangings is fun, back. The, the fun, the fun <laughs> of a ma- a wild bob. We'll be th- at right Cracker here. Barrel. <laughs> Cracker Barrel's probably the closest ever to get to doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> Remember old hang times? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're going to see is like some old man like saying, come back to Cracker Barrel. And, and this is and this where, where we remember the old days. And then you just see him drop out of frame below with a rope <laughs> hanging from him. Yeah. Oh, and he's, All and he the joy of hangings that you heard about in, to- in stories and tales without the gruesome death. I don't think I would. I don't think I would go to a public hanging back in those no, days. That seems not no, fun. No. The movies always show like hundreds of people. There. I'd go once. I would go once. Oh, this this is a great segue into our story because oh, there's yeah. a moment where there's a moment where this happens. I think that's probably why we thought why my brain went there, Chad. I think so. I think about this stuff all the time. But yes, also because of this book that we just read. Yeah, this book that should never have ended in a spot where a, a public execution was going to happen, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> it sure uh, yeah, as fuck did. Let's talk about this book. Welcome to Goosebuds, by the way. Hello. Welcome to Goosebuds. Um, this is uh, A Night in Terror Tower. But what uh, book number is this in our list? Uh, what is this? This is episode 40, book number, I'm just going to take a wild guess, 36. Just going to guess. 36? Uh, okay, let's see. Let's, let's see if I'm right at all. A Night. I might be way off. Terror. Uh, 27. 27. 27. We've really taken uh, a lot of detours, I guess, and not written. Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess it makes sense. 27. Hey, we also did a, a Fear Street episode last week. Did a Fear so. Street. God, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I kind of want to like read more about those cheerleaders. but I was intrigued, actually. I would love to well, go some, back. Some folks on the subreddit offered up some uh, information on uh, the series, I believe. Yeah, there was. You, yeah, we should pull that up. Read a little bit more. Um, they talk about the fear family, the curses and such. It's a whole thing. Which I, I assumed. Gonna... I assumed there were some curses on that family. Oh, yeah. Um, but Night in Terror Tower, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. This is where we are. Cover's got a man with an axe and an executioner's hood yep. coming down some some old-fashioned stairs. It's spooky. Once it's again, not really right a thing that's you. in the book. Not not like no this. no. It pays off right at the beginning. Chad. Yeah. Not like this. You're right. Not like this. No, no not, not like, like this. that. Not like this. <laughs> not like this. Um, we're all thinking of the line from Matrix when we're saying this. Oh right? yeah, yes, okay, absolutely. Uh, uh, but it uh, it stars uh, a brother and sister combo, uh, Eddie and Sue. Eddie uh, and Sue. Were, 
They're in London. Their parents are at a conference. Mm. They've got a big meeting. And uh, this one was exciting. You know what? I was going to say this one was exciting because it was the first foreign one. But actually, the mummy. The mummy Mummy. in Egypt. Yep. That mummy. Mummy in Egypt. But once again, I I had to assume RL's parents were constantly working or something because there's a lot of, we just got to get the parents not in here. Oh, yeah. Well, things are just scarier when you don't have your parents when you're a little kid, right? Because then it's like, uh oh, it's up to you to get out of this situation. No one's around to uh, save you. Yeah. I, and while I, the- well, you know what? I, I totally agree with you, Dom. Let me just pitch this here. I think you saying that there's a lot of undiscovered horror in Will My Dad Be Mad? Like, it, yes. if you, <laughs> if there's another book direction any of these could go where you have your your very proud, overburied father or mother there and they're just like, I hope I don't disappoint them in the terror tower. <laughs> like, And then you just have the parents be there the whole time. Yeah, and you would like pee your pants, and then you embarrass them. Yeah, the shame. Totally, yeah. yeah, the shame factor. Just say there's a way to go with it. Yeah. Oh, my kid pissed himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but uh, Sue and Eddie are touring Terror Tower in London, a tower used uh, to uh, as a as a place of torture mm-hmm. for uh, prisoners and such. And uh, there's a great uh, there's a great uh, wage almost wage slavery uh, comment where he's talking about. <laughs> Where he's talking about debtor's prison in the upper parts of the tower, and he talks about how when you get put in there, you're not able to put your pay your debts back, so you're just you're just there forever. That's real, yeah, which is which goes right into Chad's parking ticket. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm end up working for the police department. God damn it! You're gonna live inside yeah. the pink Hummer for the rest of your oh, life, dude. Oh man, yeah, guys, dude. I'm gonna miss you. You're gonna be. You're going to be cleaning bullets and putting them into guns. The cops <laughs> they, they clean each bullet so they fly faster. Yeah, dude. How they do you don't th- want to shoot a dirty bullet. No, man. They have. And how do you think they afford that pink Hummer? They got to use uh, reused bullets. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, that's how they're paying for that pink Hummer is ticketing Chad 53. <laughs> yeah. Was it 53 70. or 70? It's 70. 70 yeah. damn dollars. I mean, as they fight it, I'm sure it'll double and and. Triple. Oh, yeah. There's the dickhead fee for being a dickhead and fighting it. <laughs> <laughs> that automatically doubles it. Well, the, uh, another thing is like you can do in in Burbank Court, you could do double or nothing rules. Uh, oh, it's it's kind of like Oogie Boogie from Night Before Christmas or whatever, where you just uh-huh. go in and there's a bunch of dice and things you can roll. It's very crazy, but I can end up either like losing you no know, a thousand dollars, or I might get to fire a gun. Like it's wow. you can go different ways. Yeah, yeah. L.A. is a crazy place. Wow, I crazy. love it. Very crazy. So Terror Tower. <laughs> Terror Tower. The kids are on a tour of this Terror Tower. It's a tower where they tortured people. Mm-hmm. And the book opens up, uh, and I I found this to be quite interesting, uh, and, and probably the realest scary that uh, RL has kind of uh, gotten to because he's talking about real actual torture devices. Oh yeah. Uh, the the person who's heading the tour is uh, I think his name is Mr. Starks. Starks. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, describing the rack, um, some rings that would hurt your fingers when they put them on. Uh-huh. There's, there's uh, a paper cut machine that's just real bad. Oh, oh, yeah. that's terrible. Oh, it's, it's terrible. But, uh, I was, uh, I was actually researching, uh, torture devices, uh, last month, just out of curiosity on wikipedia <laughs> just out of literal morbid like, curiosity yeah it's uh i mean i love wikipedia and also also because it's whatever i have morbid curiosity like that I yeah can fulfill it um but uh uh yeah i was thinking about it and i was reading about the head crusher and the rack what's the head crusher like, what 
the head crusher is a device where it's like a metal cap that it's like a it's like a table uh-huh. and a metal cap with what? a big screw on top. So they just keep screwing your oh, head. I see. Oh, oh, yeah. And crushing oh. it. And uh, so often that the eyeballs would pop out as they crush your head that they would put uh, a a device to catch the eyeballs. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, that's uh, nice of them, I guess. They uh, Also, on the Wikipedia entry, they sourced it. I didn't read the source, but they said that the uh, torturer would also be uh, use a little metal hammer to tap on the cat for his own fulfillment uh, to entertain himself as he was torturing this person. Oh, his own little perversion. <laughs> his little sick it's like a joke for them. Uh, but yeah, but like that stuff's so gruesome, and I was actually considering it. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess psychopaths were a part of our <laughs> our society. Uh, we were like, we employed them. We were like, oh, you're crazy. Okay, come and do the the awful work. It's, like, it's that weird overlap where we were smart enough to like start developing machines and figuring out like engineering, but also like souls mean nothing, and we're all monsters. Like it's such right. a weird, it's such a weird time. And it's, but it, it's true though that we employed the psychopaths and the problem, the reason we got serial killers is because we put them out of work. We got rid of all the torture stuff and now they didn't have jobs anymore. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, oh yeah, they don't have jobs anymore. So they just roam the earth killing people. How do you guys, how do you guys want to go? Like if you guys had to be tortured, not how do you guys want to go, but if you had to be tortured, oh. if you had to be tortured, Ooh, I had to be tortured. No, I don't want to. No, you'd be killed. <laughs> if, you had to be ki- if you had to be killed, you're going like- to get freaking, you're going to go to court, Chad, and you're not going to come back because you're going to get abducted. Oh, or you're going to no. go to the Wood Ranch Grill and you're going to get abducted <laughs> and then they're going to fulfill your freaking preferred torture. Well, I'm just saying, if like, you had Chad, to, if you Chad had the to- Goosebud would have wanted it this way. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pick one. Oh. That's a tough I refuse to answer this question. Wow. Hard line here. <laughs> Hard line from John. <laughs> I will not answer this question. I'll, I'll humor you, Chad. Okay. Whew. It's tough. Not fire or and not water. That's for sure. I would not want to be slowly burned or slowly oh, drowned. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that big swing where they like they like tie your hands together and they freaking swing you around and dislocate your arms? Is that a freaking... thing? That sounds like a great one because you probably pass out. Right? Yeah, you die pretty quickly. That sounds good. I'll take that. Okay. I was uh, thinking you get fucked up though. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> fucked up roller coaster. I was thinking like more, you know, just for the the imagery of it and to be taken out in such a graceful way, uh drawn and sure. ordered be interesting. Like oh, just no. just four strong horses being my end though. Like as crazy as it is, like that's also- the rat. But that's the rack, but there's also four beasts involved that might not do it right. And you might have just a really... I guess that's kind of my thought is, like, I think that while it's happening, I could maybe, like, uh, tame (laughs) the beasts. I was going to say, yeah, soothsay the animals. (laughs) Yeah, like, like basically in my mind, I use a natural superhuman strength to, to, like, flex the two horses on my arms to me. And then I like pull the other two of my legs up, and I'm like I'm riding kind of essentially two horses with four the other two dragging behind, and I, I escape. Uh, I, I love that, Chad. I <laughs> hope that's. I, I hope that a, if you were drawn and quartered, that's the way it went. That's, Chad, that's such a that's such a perfectly used solution to that problem. <laughs> <laughs> but Chad, I think I think if I I don't know maybe this is just me and my cartoon mind, but uh. I would imagine if horses are trying to pull someone's body apart, that they would really have to exert themselves to like really yank it apart. Oh yeah, yeah. 
and uh, they would probably shit. They'd probably try and run so hard that they start shitting. So you're freaking getting pulled apart by horses, and horses start shitting. On you. <laughs> it was probably the so unpleasant. And if not shit, at least farting. Like oh, it's, like, it's going to be really like, unpleasant. Ah, Ah, <laughs> and you're like, oh god, a horse is farting while it's tearing me apart. <laughs> and and you're definitely farting as well. Oh, and oh yeah, you shit yeah, yourself. Yeah. All the things, yeah, yeah. I would like to think that they like take the horses on a walk beforehand, but whatever. Sure. Again, yeah, but- this could all be part of the Cracker Barrel ad of stuff that's not going to happen <laughs> at the Festival of Delights and Rotten Fruit. Can't can you just see a family like gathered around those barn tables at Cracker Barrel as they all lean in and watch excitedly as a man's pulled apart by horses? <laughs> pulled apart. That's how it used to be, man. That's how it used to be. That's the other thing. It's like not only were the torturers uh, awful people, but also the people who came to the to the public torturings they were like "Ooh, yeah there's a new one tonight wonder what's gonna yeah, happen dude, in this book in this book when we, we'll get to it we'll get to the part but when they, when they're describing the people who are there to watch this they're all they, he talks about how they're all dead-eyed and vacantly staring just like dead soulless folk just gathering right. yeah the only thing that makes them feel alive is watching someone die <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, so the torture we're we're seeing the torture devices at this tower. We see the Mr. Stark has a real dark humor, right, Chad? Or Dom? Uh that's right. He what does he say? He says he he starts off by being like doing one of the classic RL uh fake outs. Mm-hmm. Fake outs where he's like, You will stay in the tower forever and then he's like, Haha, I'm just having fun. Yep. I have to have fun on my tour. And then throughout the rest of the tour, he's making like jokes about people getting tortured and dying. Yeah. And, and he, including the people that he's leading around, which would be just a dereliction of his duties to take care of these people oh, yeah. and let them be yeah. tortured and murdered. Also, please leave I, a tip in the tip jar as you, on your way out. It's in yes, the giant sweater. Please, please. Yes. There's a little dollar on the rack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the second cliffhanger of this, Dom, to just jump ahead a little bit is the last picture i would ever take of eddie which is a line that was used in the fear street book we just read and is used a lot in in rl books where it's the last thing the last time they'll ever do that but i want to real quick not jump ahead to the end of the story but say that that was a lie and well well maybe i mean i guess in this book we never are given proof that that was a lie but i think it was i'm going to i i I, it's 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 technically not a lie because of what happens, but it will spoil the ending. So yes. maybe we'll get there and we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll this. loop back to that. But uh, so so they're getting toured around, showing the torture devices, and then sure enough, um, they get separated from the group mm-hmm. uh, in classic Goosebuds, Goose, Goosebumps fashion. And Goosebuds and, fashion. And Goosebuds Yeah, fashion. we also get lost uh, a lot. A lot. We get lost in life. We all do. Uh, but it, so they're running around looking for the tour group, and then an executioner shows up and begins to chase them around uh, Terror Tower. He's like, I'm going to get you, and they're running away, and they try to run away through the sewer. Uh-huh. That's and sc- this they... is the scariest part of the book, too. Okay, well, if you thought it was if you thought it was particularly scary, Paul, what scared you? The rats? Oh, I, did, <laughs> the, the, yeah, I didn't actually find it all that scary, but it's literally the closest we get to a spooky part of this book yeah well, well i really enjoyed this part because it was like torture device torture device and here's a torturer and he's chasing you through the castle it's right like, wow here we are we're fucking in the middle of this 
And I really enjoyed this part. This is literally the night in Terror Tower. This is the this is because yes. the rest of the book, it, there's no night. There's not no full night spent in Terror. In no, the, in not the a lot of time Terror in Terror Tower, Tower at all. No, for her book. no. Uh, no. I also want to say though too, like it, it seems in the beginning he's just saying, "Come with me, and I won't hurt you, but come with me." No questions asked. He's being very vague about things. Yes, a lot of a lot of issues could have been solved by just talking. Right. This is this is one of my and again. I think it's important to point out because as we find out, there's there's some weird, I have some logic problems with this book. But hopefully, oh, definitely. May I just misread it? Um. So yeah, they're they're running and they. You think I thought at this point the book would be, uh, I guess they're just running through the terror tower the whole book. They get out like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 escape pretty well through the sewer. It does work. Um. They dodge and, some rats, uh, right? Like that's kind of dodge some rats. They get into a taxi that takes them to the hotel where they're staying, and they run to their parents' room to. They get... try to pay the taxi driver, but their money's yeah. weird, apparently. Oh yeah, their money's weird. It's smooth coins all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What is this play money? I want real money." <laughs> and so they're like, "All right, let's go inside. We'll be right back. We're gonna get our money from our parents." Turns out nobody's in that room six two six where they were staying. Freaking what happened? And Where's I, the parents? I should also note that at the beginning of this book, when they're going on a tour, they enter a room that where an, an, a Prince Edward and Princess Sus- uh, Susanna were, uh, of York. Were, were of York were smothered or supposedly smothered at night while they slept because their uncle, the king, wanted them dead. And uh, our main characters' names are Sue and Eddie. Yeah, whoa. Whoa. Oh, hey, hey. So, all right, should we just get, all right, we're just getting to the reveal. <laughs> let's just get, yeah, well, let's, so, so, so just to talk about the book and the plot, I was a little disappointed because as they get to the hotel, the, for, for the, the meat of the book, a big portion of the middle of this book is the hotel, is, is them going around going, uh, wait, what? Are we in our real time? Where are we? Why are we not in our real time? Like, why can't I remember home? Right. What do my parents why, look like? Why does my money not work? Yeah, it's like so much of that, that by the time that they realize that they've somehow relocated to the Middle Ages, um, you're like, you're, it's just like, yes, fucking, you haven't realized that yet. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you're, it's just like, you're Jesus way Christ. ahead of the protagonists of this book. Way ahead yeah. of them. Okay, so, so I also mentioned, so th- th- at this point, because we need to track this, because it's the weird plot device of it. Early early on, the executioner shows, when he's like, come with me, He's ha- it's my favorite thing in the book, was he's like, come with me, and he, he pulls out like three, three like white rocks. Yeah. Or uh-huh. white stones. And he starts, <laughs> and they don't. He doesn't explain where they are. But he's like, "Come with me." And he starts stacking them in his hand. Uh-huh. And then he then he drops. When he's like, "Damn it!" And then yeah, shit. And that's the shit, shit. Fuck. And that's when they and that's when they escape. Like that's they're like, "Fuck, let's get out of here." That's when they run away. So, but but then you also find out that that it's just a weird human moment in this book. But it was uh, very it was very human and very relatable because the guy is just like, "Fucking shit!" Ah. God damn, <laughs> these rocks back. But you find out that like Eddie also stole the rocks. I was very confused by the order. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't know how, because Eddie's a pickpocket. They've established that Eddie's a pickpocket. Yeah, because he steals and, her and camera. Conveniently, at that moment, they're like, by the way, Eddie's a, Eddie's a pickpocket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so they have the rocks. Yeah, but then they, they, they then they're, they are seized by the uh, torturer, uh, 
uh, and uh, oh, you're right, yeah. And he and, and he's like, "Give me those rocks." And he goes, "Okay." And he's like, "Haha, now I got these rocks." <laughs> we still never know what they are at all. Yeah. No, and then he and then he brings the kids back to Terror Tower, and um, no, 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 no. First, first he takes them back in time. That's where there's a there's a flash of light, and then he disappears for some reason. The the uh, he's not with them. <laughs> Like they, he, there's a flash of light and they're back in the hotel and it's, but it suddenly it's old. It's old and medieval. Mm-hmm. Well, there, it's daytime out too. So they see. Yeah. It's freaking straight up the Middle Ages. It's the Middle Ages. So they time traveled, but not with the executioner. Not with the executioner for some reason. Okay. Which breaks the time travel rule later, which it doesn't work out that way, which is weird. Uh, there's so many uh, listen if we're gonna do the doc brown back to the future 2 story where he draws the different timelines on the whiteboard and one's like evil biff future and one's like normal 85 this one has like 10 of them oh definitely yeah this has got a bunch definitely. of diverging timelines yeah yeah so anyway but then, then they're caught right right dom yeah they're caught and they're put in well they're they, they get separated and then sue is captured and put into a prison and uh eddie's there and then what is his name? Mongrel? <laughs> what is the oh, name? what is it? Uh, Morg- uh, it's like Morgrid. It's like such a Morgrid. Morgrid. That's it. Yeah, it's such like a standard Morgrid. European sorcerer name somehow. Yeah, but yeah, he he reveals to the the children that the reason why they can't remember what their parents look like or where they live is because they are actually Edward and Susanna of York, and this old man used these stones. To send the children forward in time. Morgard the wizard were... did. What's that? Morgard the wizard did that. Yes. Yeah. Morgard the wizard. Yeah. The old man who's explaining them to this to them. Uh, sent them forward in time uh, onto this tour. And then the executioner got the stones, got the kids back in time. And uh, that's where they are. And they're sitting there and they're going, fucking shit, we're going to die. What the hell? They're uh-huh. us with pillows. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, by the way, like in, in terms of it's so weird to set up all the torture devices in the beginning. Uh-huh. And then I just assumed the kids were killed with one of those. No, they were just smothered with pillows. Like, right. They, they were real, they were honestly pretty nice about killing them. Like the way if they're going to do it, they did it the most gentle, nice that way. That would probably be the way that I would want to go. Probably be the way to getting I, smothered with a pillow. I wouldn't, in my I, sleep. Wouldn't wake, the, I wouldn't wake up. I would just fall asleep and die. That would be the yeah. Thing. Do it in my sleep. Well, I mean, it's like forced sleep. I, 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 I they take a pillow and they shove it in your face. And they say right. sleep forever. Well, no, you're already right. asleep. Or like, maybe you're picturing you're awake. I'm picturing I'm asleep. I'm if vaguely someone is aware. smothering you, you wake up. I, I gotta say, though, Dom, I'm such a heavy sleeper. I think I would just go like, oh. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then just kind of like, just slip just slip into nothingness. That sounds like it could be a pretty good way to go. It's probably the best way to go in that entire tower of terrors. Yes. But it's, it's weird Probably. that they got a nice, uh, relatively nice way out as opposed to... Well, they were they were rich people, so they deserved a better way to die. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. The nicest they were of children. Pillows. Yeah, they were children. Uh, so they, uh, they're they like, hey, wait, oh, now what actually happens here? Because I think I kind of missed where so, they got the stones again. So Morgrid is like... So they're like, God, you got to send us back, Morgrid. Send us back to the future and save us. And Morgrid, for some reason this time, says he can't do it because... He'll be murdered. He'll be murdered himself, yeah. and he won't. He, he won't get to do cool magic for the rest of Britain. I, I this is where I got very confused. So again, this is just to step this out a little bit. So Morgrid felt bad for them, right? Sent them, to, sent, sent them to the future. And this is the before the night of their execution. So enough of the people in the king's court know that they're gonna these kids are gonna get killed. Right? Feels bad for them. Sends them into the future, hoping that they'll just go. So my question, and I guess, the, I just, and the executioner spied on that process and watched him do that. 
Okay, so he, the executioner stole stole the stones. I guess from Morgrid. From Morgrid. After that, from Morgrid, jumped into the future as well. Yes. And by the way, and Morgrid's decided way to to protect them was I'll give you fake memories. So I'll make you think that you are kids in the modern day, and you'll have parents. Yeah. And I, I feel like to be frank, if unless you really want to just like give them a nice life without them worrying about it, you're, if you want them to keep safe, it'd be way better to go like. Hey, uh, I'm sending you to the future, but here's the deal. Uh, you get to keep your memories. Watch out for executioners. Yes, watch, out for yes. white, watch out for white yeah. rocks. Like, I sorry to do this to you, but you're going to go to a, a fantastical world. Live children, live your lives. Bye. And then, the, and then you would know who you are. It'd be sad, but you know who you are. You're going to live in the perfect time where you get to have the not internet and then the internet, and it's going to yeah. be fantastic. It's going to be great. You're going to have a fun time with the GameCube. I could also like Morgan. <laughs> if you want to get into the power, right? I'm overthinking it, but like Morgan gave them false memories. So either he cast a spell that just said like. Ah, uh, figure out when you get there. Or he was like, and I shall plant a memory that they have a hotel room at the Holiday Inn on right. 6th Street. Right. Yeah, I thought 626 would come back. Me right? too. Me too. <laughs> maybe it was the year? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. But like, it's just a weird thought process of like, how am I keep these kids safe? So, okay, cool. Executioner goes and gets the rocks. Fuck. Brings them back. Uh-huh. Then just leaves the executioner. Like, the executioner's just like, good. You guys are here now. And then doesn't go and confront the wizard uh-huh. or anything. It's just like, well, enough of that. And the wizard's like, I can't do it again, really. If I do it a second time. They're, they're uh, going to fuck me up. They're going to fuck boss, me up real bad. Yeah, I just don't know what changed. Or like if he had said the king now knows of my attempt and I'm in big trouble. and it was, not, it was not clearly laid out there. I didn't understand the plan. I didn't understand the, the end game. Uh, right. anymore. Sorry, I just wanted to explain that. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's fine. And so they, so they're like, you gotta do something. He says that, that they can't do that. But then, wily old Ed, Edward is like, <laughs> guess what I did? I stole the stones again, one more time. Because he, uh, th- at this point, Morgard leaves them to die. And, uh, and they do the, <laughs> they do the spell. They do the spell, which I guess Morgard hadn't thought through that he could just have Edward do the spell and and take him away. Yeah, he <laughs> cries. He goes, but goodbye, children. You're you're gonna die. Bye. And he, and cries. he cries and he, he cries. leaves. And he it, cries. Makes, it makes me more sense if Morgan had like gotten killed. Like or you know what I mean? Or something like if it had been the executioner kills Morgan when right. they come back and like I'd get why that, that door is now closed to them. Right, also, right. Also maybe break the stones. This seems like a big this seems like a big deal to have in the armory right. of 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 this York king. Yes. To not be using time stones all, all the, time. the time. All the, the time. He could have gone back in time and ki- had the kids killed way earlier and oh, not yeah. had to deal he, with all this. He could have went back in time and tortured dinosaurs, the Whoa. sick bastard. <laughs> this, this is my other big thing I just want to say before we – because the story is almost wrapped up, honestly. Like, is if your problem is these two kids are going to become heirs to the throne, right? And that's why he had them killed? Yeah. If they get sent to the future time, you're good. Like, yeah. Problem solved. Problem solved. You should have done like Morgan. Hey, you know what? We found a better way than than torture. Let's just dump kids in the future. Or no, 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 no. He because because the people were so savage then. They were like, you killed children, and it wasn't public. Like we didn't get to publicly watch this torture. What we're, do we do with our usurping your ass? What do I do with my? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Then alternate, I got gypped. Alternate alternate version. Right. You do the same thing with a public execution. You put them on stage, and you have everyone in town know about the time stones in the kingdom. And you're like, 
We're going to send them right into a T-Rex's mouth. All right, wave oh, goodbye. Okay. Wave, wave goodbye, and then you make the kids hold the time stones and send them off, and then you just do that for anyone you don't like. Clean, like It probably saves up on space. You don't have to worry about disposing of the bodies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those kids, it, those kids get to play GameCube, like you said. <laughs> I, yeah. don't, I don't know why the executioner went to get them... To bring them back, other than just we want to see these kids die. I want to he visibly could, see these kids die. He could have murdered them in the future, too. Yeah! Yeah! Uh, it's very strange. So, so here's... Uh, and it just dawned on me. So the whole reason Morgred... Another reason he said he couldn't do it was because he would die and then not be able to do magic for the for Britannia. But then, <laughs> at the end of the book, they transform... They, they, they go to the future and they bring him with... And he can't do magic for Britannia! So it's the same thing happens. Oh, is that what Wait. it was? I think just he was going to. They said, "Now, nah, don't worry about it." Wait, is that is that? So, so this is say they, they escape again, right? Yeah, they get this. They use the stones and travel back to the future, and they're suddenly back on the tour. And they're back on the tour, but Mister Morgrid is there, and his name's Mister Morgan now, and yeah. he's wearing he's wearing futuristic and that, he, clothes, and he's now their father, and he's their father. The yes, and because they they become Edward and Susan, Eddie and Sue Morgan, Morgan. right? Yep. Yeah, yeah and, and the tour guide I believe says like. Oh, and that fateful because they, they didn't get to hear the end of the the tour before. Like that fateful night, the two children disappeared magically. Though at this point now, they should also say like they were believed abducted by that pervert Morgan. Like right, like, right. That's what, like history should now say this is the wizard was also missing. also they should they, the, uh, the tour guide should have been like holy fuck three people just randomly <laughs> appeared in front of me. <laughs> yeah. But also, I yeah, also, also another thing. Uh, this is this is looping back is how the time travel doesn't work because why did the the the, the executioner when he traveled them back in time get separated from them? I don't know if this was ever explained, but when Morgrid goes to the future with them, he stays with them. I don't know. I really not only does he stay with them, but then he gets like a a a twentieth century uh, update to his outfit. He, he does. He's wearing like a purple t shirt. Now, he does. now that I could explain if he said I cast a, a clothing spell. I get it. Sure. Sure. Right. And he can. He can because he talks about casting a food spell. So I'm going to assume he did that. And this is where the book loses me at the very end. They're like, shall I cast a food spell for you guys to eat? And they're like, nah, let's get like pizza or burgers instead. Let's like, <laughs> yeah. get it. Pizza, bur- pizza and burgers are great. Maybe put them together. Try something different. If a magician offers you magic food, you magic eat that food. magic food. You yes. eat magic uh, food. Chad, they just had a full day. Okay, they had a full day <laughs> You're of it. magic and craziness. They just want to relax. Some comfort food. Sure, I guess I understand that. Sure. Yeah. So, and, and that's night, night in Terror Tower. So, um, so that's loop- basically it. That's what happens. That is exactly. <laughs> it's a very. There's not a lot that happens in this book because literally, there's three parts or four yes. parts. Sorry, there's tower, night in Terror Tower uh, right at the beginning. There's hotel hijinks for uh, like a good half of the book, which turn into medieval hotel hijinks. Uh, then there's the medieval town, and then there's a return to terror, ta- uh, terror Tower, and then going into the future. So not a lot happens in this book. Also, I... And look, again, it's a kid's book, but in Chapter 2, when they bring up Ed- Edward and Susanna, I was like, okay, these kids are ghosts. I just was like, these kids are ghosts. <laughs> these kids are ghosts. Like and then and then every <laughs> single thing that happens to them, I'm like, yep, they're ghosts. Yep, they're ghosts. Yep, they're ghosts. And then they get traveled back in time and they meet Morgrit, and I'm like, fucking cool. It's time traveling fantasy. All right, where's the next twist at? 
and there isn't another twist. It just fucking wraps up. They really don't do anything fun. I say they in the plural. I mean it's uh, RL and his and his and his soldiers. Uh, uh-huh. Like they don't they don't do anything with the fun concept of now you remembering your royalty and you're in a medieval land and there's people hunting for you. I don't know. Have something where they're like they're in a medieval courtyard and people are stopping them, going "Hail, prince and prince!" Like I don't know, have have fun with it. Have a know. have a Home Alone sequence in Terror Tower where they yeah. fuck that executioner up. Oh my god, that'd be so cool! Yeah, they're using they, the torture oh devices and they know all about him because they saw them in the the tour and oh, they learned how to yeah, use they them. Learned yes. how to use them. They oh, put them on the rack. that would have been oh, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, damn, that's a really good fix there, Paul. Yep. <laughs> I, You're welcome. I guess I guess also maybe I don't know. Let them confront this this mysterious king that wants to kill them at some point. Like have him. He succeeded. Like he won. Really, I guess. Yes. No right. matter what, he got it. Like so, the bad guy won. Yeah, but the, but kids live, so it's happy. I actually I actually kind of like this book, except that there's so much filler. But yeah. like I like the beginning and I like the ending with magic and and a wizard. Like it's, yeah. It, it's fun. I like the idea of it a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it, I wish it was just a little bit more hijinks rather yeah. than running around a hotel. A lot of it's like dying and ditching. <laughs> it's just kind of like let's they do, do that, that twice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they do get uh, paid back because they dine and ditch twice. Well, technically, they dine and ditch once in a restaurant, but they also ditch the taxi driver who they are supposed to pay. So they fuck these two people over. But when they go back to medieval times. Uh, Sue gets hoodwinked by a peasant woman who who turns her in even though she takes her gold and promises to hide her. So she gets fucked over for that. Yeah, but that's like the least interesting part of the medieval. Like, you know, they should have the, they should have had like uh the kids give the taxi driver and the diner even though they think that it's not real like bags of gold and like uh-huh. yeah you know these random people in in New York or not New York but in in London, London like like got some I keep picturing New York because now you said you said Home Alone so I keep picturing yeah. New York now. <laughs> yeah uh like yeah they got thousands of dollars from old Renaissance gold I don't know just something yeah to have fun with it. accidental rich yeah accidental rich is always a great little beat in any mm-hmm. kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah like, like i'm with you dom this one was like at the end of it i was like oh man cool it's like a fantasy book there's like a, yeah there's a wizard there's all this time travel it's kind of like cool like sci-fi fantasy but then i was just like man but you could like like i said i knew i i read the twist super early yeah give it get, get him to the wizard like halfway through the book have this turn around and then let's have some fun in this fantasy world, right? Oh, yeah. Or, I don't know, throw in another curveball of, like, they've done this, in, I think, in other books. Have the executioner chase them, but then also have a creepy old man chase them. And it's like, it's Morgrid, and he came to the future, and he's trying to help them. I, I don't right. know. Like, do something. And then he's casting spells so you can have fun with, I like, thought, magic. Yeah. I thought Morgrid, so when they first escaped Tower Terror, or Terror Tower in the beginning... Uh, they walk into a parking lot and an old man sees them. I don't know if you guys remember that part. And he, yeah, he's yeah. the one who sends them back to the hotel. And I thought that was going to be Morgrid, but it just that would make that would make sense. So, like, I'd, it'd be nice to have a benevolent because good Morgrid's plan uh, stunk on ice. Like, it's just it was <laughs> not. He's uh, great was, wizard, great wizard, terrible planner. Yeah, it's kind of that. Like, oh, I let my dog loose in a park. I'm sure he's fine. You know what? Yeah. I don't have to worry about him anymore. He'll be good. He'll be good. He'll survive. He's an animal. It really, you know what? This is still this is a fun book. It is a fun book, just a lot of filler. You're right. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's it, like uh, it was not a scary one, but it was a fun one. No, no, no. It could have been scary, but yes, 
Uh, it's like a knockoff hostess cake. You're eating it and you're like, this is like a hostess. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just not quite there. But it's good. Uh, but it's close interesting enough. bit of trivia according to the wiki. Uh, Let's hear it. The premise of two heirs to the English throne mysteriously vanishing is actually based on true events. In 1483, Richard III placed his two nephews, Edward V and Richard, Duke of York, in the Tower of London, then a palace, and were never seen again. It's not known what happened to the two young princes, but most rumors say they were killed. Wow. Oh, and that's what that song Two Princes is called. That's what it's about. Dim, 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 Died in a fucking tower. Yeah, you know the Jim Blossoms are big European historians. If if you want to rack my body. Uh, just, and that's uh that's uh i believe that's uh, spin, doctors. spin doctors spin doctors oh you're right sorry that is that is different how dare you disgrace the album pocket full of kryptonite by spin okay doctors. okay you're googling them right now as you say that <laughs> i i knew it was spin doctors but i did look it up to make sure it's called the name of the <laughs> um I, I actually really like the gym blossoms they're good yeah they're both great we, dom and i were just talking last week about how uh the 90s pop rock shortly after shortly after you got your ticket yeah man this is all coming back we were just talking about Uh they were on the radio it was like that was a great decade for pop rock music because every band had one or two hits tops yep and you never had to watch any of those bands become so big they became like dicks Uh like yeah you you never had like there were but you weren't there weren't too many u2s where like they'd have too many songs and then like their main singer going, but what if I was a fly man? Call me uh-huh. the fly. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just get to enjoy the song, and there's no emotional attachment to them other than how great they are. Anyway, they just they just broke up and and like called it quits at that point. Most of the bands then Pixies, Smashing Pumpkins, they just did the right thing, and they were like, all right, we're done. One or two were good. I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna be a dad now and have a kid in school. Let's go. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, great time. I think that's Tower. I keep saying Tower of Terror. Jesus, I Disney keep doing has, it too. Disney yeah. has their branding down. Uh, yes, a did. Night in Terror, Terror Tower. Tower. Yeah, in Terror uh, Tower. I do want to say <clears throat> say something about this book though, because what you just said about the trivia is really interesting. I feel like I feel like this was definitely written by RL, and uh, I know that because there he used the two instances of landing hard on elbows and knees, and there was also a sour note in here. Um, again, uh, Nika calls this. That's another yeah. point in her sour book. Yep. Um, I I think it was written by him though because I think I'm, I'm my assumption is he went to England because he's probably fucking rich <laughs> at this point and took a trip and learned a bunch of shit and put it in this book because this book was filled with historical and uh, just just tons of different facts which again as, as Dom said the beginning of the book is great because it's got a bunch of cool facts in it yeah it's just RL <laughs> on a tour <laughs> he wrote this down as like uh, can you repeat that please I'm just going to copy you word for word for this book I'm going to write off my entire London trip by writing about it in this book okay that's done <laughs> yeah. it was research <laughs> yep no it, it does have also the um, to me like the big iconic RL thing of like uh, oh es- escaped my lips or whatever there's like always a, gr- a moan uh-huh, yeah. a moaning oh that, that falls out of the mouth that he likes to write yes uh huh yeah and tons of tons of fake outs at the beginning the first five chapters are all these just fake out fake out fake out um there's the the picture thing again the last picture i'll ever take of eddie which i don't think it's true because they go back to the future and you're gonna tell me that sue didn't pick up a camera once again unless well well what i mean to say it is the last picture she takes of eddie 
Oh. Because after that, they learn their true identity. Oh, so shit. he's not really yeah. Eddie. He is Edward, even though they R. go by Eddie. Thought about you say R L. All right, mm-hmm. he's got. He got me there. They're woke. <laughs> <laughs> or... woke, woke ass royals. Go on. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, I'm pitching that to Disney right now. Hold on. Um, uh, <laughs> or their travel back in time. And re-entering the modern-day timeline, we don't really get to explore that world yet. They might have changed mm. the timeline. Maybe photos don't exist anymore. You know, oh, like, like or you know, like while they're in the the, the original Terror Tower, uh, he drops his camera on the floor, and technology progresses in a, a different oh, way over take the it years. Back. It goes back in time. The camera does. The camera. Shit. They drop the camera back in time, and they leave it, and then some uh, crazy medieval engineer, you know, uh, retro retrofits it or reengineers Fuck, it. Fuck, that's cool. Damn, that also is cool. Could have done that too. Could have done that Damn, too. Yeah, that's a cool yeah, fix. A little book called "Say Cheese and Die." <laughs> oh my it. god, oh that's my god. the universe is starting to congeal. Holy shit! <laughs> Where children take a photo of a man and kill him. And kill him. <laughs> I'll never forget the ending of that book. It's so good. <laughs> Those kids never thought about that crime ever again for the rest of their lives. They, just, nope, they killed no. a man. Didn't think about it. They murdered him. They were like, taking a life is easy. We should do it again. <laughs> <laughs> do. Well, then they become kids who murder, but they take a photo of the dude, but then they just kill him with like crowbars and stuff. But that's like the calling <laughs> yeah. card. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We created some sick fucks. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. That, I think that's it. You guys want to read a iTunes review? Yeah, let's do that. Here. This was a very uh, straightforward book, this one. Yeah, it really was. Uh, I think because of the padding. We haven't had like a padding book like this, I feel like, in a while. I don't know. But it no. Just, it, felt, it felt more like, okay, this isn't really what the book's about right now, but... Uh... I'm glad okay, yeah. that... I'm, I am glad that it, they weren't ghosts, because I really thought they were going to be ghosts, because I was going to be pissed off considering the fact that the last ending, My Hairiest Adventure was very similar to that with a up oh, he was a dog the whole time thing you know mm, yeah, so i was yeah. going to be i was going to be really annoyed if he did that so he uh, cheers to rl for not going in the same <laughs> direction what if all future goosebump books ended with them just being dogs like that like weird like just we just notice in all of these books from this point on there's no foreshadowing or anything but just oh they're they're dogs again what a bummer like they yeah, just can't right. dogs yeah right <laughs> <laughs> then do it uh, yeah, let's do some reviews. Dom, why don't, Dom, why don't you do it? You've been kind of leading this one. Yeah, Dom. Sure. Um, guys, a great way to support this little show, Goosebuds, that you love, is it, there's a free way to do it. It's a very cheap way to support the show, <laughs> and that's leaving an iTunes review. You'll have to log in iTunes, remember your password, maybe reset your password. <laughs> but if you can get to leaving a review, you may have it read on the show like we are going to do right now this one is titled memorable jokes that pop up in the most inconvenient times five stars <laughs> by chop suey in sauce mm-hmm. they write i went to rl stein's book signing a few days ago and all i could think about was tasteful 9-11 jokes <laughs> <laughs> great show with a hilarious take on child class these child classics p.s while rl was signing he got an announcer to tell us his spooky puns to keep the crowd entertained what a guy that's fantastic i really like that that's great that's great uh, i've got one here from <laughs> sorry i'm from... sorry i was trying to figure out what that means he, he had another he had... dude 
just saying jokes yeah or like funny yeah, words. So he, yeah so he's a joke writer I, I have one of his books around here it's like 101 monster jokes um but yeah he's he you know there's a long line they all want to meet rl he's gonna sign some books so i guess a guy That's who, awesome. was, who was working there was just reading some jokes that rl had written and i like that that is very cool that's a pun hype man i like it mm-hmm. i will say i can picture an awkward moment in my mind though where i'm in line to sign books with rl and then like he says a pun, his guy says a pun and just as i get up to rl and i got <laughs> yeah like, you're I, real I, close I have, I have to laugh at the pun or rl's gonna gonna know yeah Okay, I think that's, RL, that's cool. RL strikes me as a guy that if you laughed at his joke, he would look at you and just be like, don't, don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? These are, these jokes are not for laughing. That's I think true. he may. I think he may. I think he may. Uh, so I got one here from Existential Birthday Card. It says, strap on your diapers. It's about to get spooky. Have you ever felt fear? Well, I'm telling you right now, you haven't. Not real fear. The kind of fear you can only get by reading a legitimate RL Stein classic. That special fear that makes you change middle schools because you had a mental breakdown during silent reading time. This ain't your mama's ghost stories. This is Goosebuds, you stinking babies. Join Chad, Paul, and Dom, three boys who don't scared of anything as they endure the most frightening stories to ever be entered into Western literature. Will their sanity hold? Probably not. But someone's got to tell me what these books are about because I'm too scared to read them myself. <laughs> That's a great review. I love that. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Sums us up. Thanks, existential birthday card, uh, <laughs> for that nice review. I have a I have a short and sweet one uh, from Dohebon. Uh, says grade A, good times, five stars. <laughs> Having been a longtime fan of Continue, I had to give this a go, and I'm extremely glad I did. This is one of the funniest podcasts out there, and a guaranteed one way trip on the Boner Express. I, well, one way trip makes me think that you have a boner for the rest of your life, but which is great, which is great, great. I guess. Yeah, uh, definitely check it out. Thank you very much for the review. Uh, this, like Dom said, definitely helps out the show, and it means a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a huge help, and if you can get past the annoying password thing, which is one hundred percent true, Dom, <laughs> it's it's we would really appreciate it. It's very helpful. Uh, another pretty cheap way to support the show: you can follow us on Twitter and spread the good word of Goosebuds by following us at Goosebuds Pod. Uh, we see when you guys uh, tweet at us and retweet links to the show; it means a lot. Uh, people like Ricardo Rivera, uh, Faye, Dude Two O. Uh, Madeline Boker, uh, at, let me say a few more, at Brad Nelms, uh, Tasty RC, uh, That Retro. It all really means a lot. Uh, every little bit helps a ton. And at Jack. Thanks, bruh. Jack Thanks, on Jack. Twitter. Man, you're not shutting down on a hate speech on Twitter, but you're you're sharing the love of Goosebuds, and that means a lot there, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Thanks. <laughs> Another not-so-cheap way. To support us is to support us on Patreon. <laughs> We've got two levels. We got a $2 level. You get to vote on what we're going to read. You get access to some exclusive content, things like that. Um, then there's the $5 level, which gets you access to Camp Goosebuds, where the three of us sit around the fire and have a nice, cozy chat. It's been a real great. fun time. I've really been enjoying our new, I mean, let's, as fun as it was watching movies with Dom, I've really been enjoying the new uh, Camp Goosebuds format uh, a ton. It's a third podcast, which is really nice. Like we get the, the uh, that was too what you guys were doing, but it's a third Goosebuds podcast, so it's nice. It's, you it's dirty, you our... know. It's dirty. It is, it's it, not it's gonna be raunchy. clean. It's yeah. not. It's not Let's gonna be dirty. like freaking so tightly knit like this episode, right? It's just no. gonna be free for man. It's dirty. <laughs> we're uh, cooking. It's a jazz session, you know. We're cooking in there. We're getting a little session going, you know. Yeah, bring your spice. And let me also mention you get access to uh, our Goosebuds Discord, which has been actually a real pleasure to be part of and read 
the ongoing chats. I saw a few members are organizing like movie watch sessions based around like uh, stuff we talk about on the podcast, which is really mm-hmm, fucking cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, get, get in on that. It's real, real nice. I actually got a message from I'm a Kevin who's trying to set up a uh, game slash movie night on there. Uh, which is really cool. We try to hop in there and chat whenever we can. Uh, we've been really busy. I'm doing a live show at the end of the month, so I have not had the time to chat in any of our... I, so we have a continued Patreon channel, and we have the Goosebuds Patreon channel. I haven't had the time to hop in there and talk like I want to, but we do try to hop in there whenever we can and, ha- and have some conversations, because there's always some interesting stuff being talked about in there, and interesting things being posted. You guys got some weird good tastes. I'm actually really impressed that the uh, Goosebud supporters have uh, like minds. It's it's really oh, nice yeah. to see. Um, you know, uh, Paul, speaking of your live show that you're doing at the end of the month, people who are in the Philadelphia area can go and see you live on stage. They should. We're doing a continued live show. We're going to be showing a lot of uh, a lot of uh, videos that we've produced, uh, some from before and some that are brand new. Ooh. And uh, we'll be do- premiering some videos there. And uh, we'll be doing little bits and gags between each of the videos and stuff like that to kind of, you know, have a little show there. So it, it's our first time doing a true live show. We've done live panels where we've where we've written bits and stuff like that. But this is our first, like, truly live show. So we'll be doing that at Good Good Comedy Theater. It's on December 2nd. And you can get tickets if you Google Good Good Comedy. You'll, you'll be able to find them. Or you can find on uh, Twitter.com slash Continue Show. We've, we've been tweeting about it. Now, Paul, if I were to go to the show um, uh-huh. before or after, is there any chance if I was a random person, could I like hang out with you and like get a smooch? Would that be a thing? Oh, this, there will be a kissing booth. There's okay. going to be a kissing Good. booth. Um, we're going to be – actually, tr- to be honest, we are going to have – hopefully, I'm trying to plan a hangout for after it for us all to go somewhere uh, so that – uh, the people who attend the show and that want to hang out afterwards can go back and we can like I'm, I'm thinking hopefully someplace where we can maybe play some games and get some beers and stuff like that so that's real we're cool. gonna try and do that, that. yeah so fun. that should be fun there was something else i wanted to say uh we actually just started a new podcast oh shit that's oh right. yeah it's called pretend friends and uh it's a, a, a rpg pen and paper ga- uh podcast where we we play a, a game that isn't D. it's actually called space kings and uh it's a story that's unfolding and there's going to be some guests coming up pretty soon. <laughs> I, just looked, I just looked, that was a good tease. That was good. You might want to check it out. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of D&D pen and paper role-playing podcasts and, and shows out now. But I got to say, Space Kings is pretty solid. It's pretty good. It's worth your time. Thanks, it's pretty man. good. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, according to Chad. I've... I've, I've I've uh, not experienced it yet, so I can't speak on it. I highly recommend. There's there's a fair amount out there already, but it, the nice thing is we we're finishing up our first arc now, so it's a uh, it's we're gonna make it so that it's easy to hop in at any point, so you don't have to go right all the way back to the beginning if you if you don't have time if you want to just hop in later. So we're we're working on that right now, but uh, it's fun. Okay. We're having a lot of fun making it. I met a a friend. Uh, a, a listener of uh, the things that we've done, um, uh-huh. uh, and uh, we were just chatting, and he was, and like we're we're hanging out, and uh, mm-hmm. I was he had we somehow got to the conversation of having listened and and being uh, uh, a, a a fan of the things that we do, and I said, uh, the th- what's interesting about the things that we do is that it's usually just us hanging out and recording <laughs> ourselves. Like yeah. making each other laugh and just having a good time. So if you enjoy that, chances are if we meet you, we'd probably have a pretty good time. <laughs> because that's it's very like true. You've been hanging out with us. But that's what what I what I mean to say is that 
If you enjoy the chill vibe that we have here on this show, chances are you will love Pretend Friends because just like Continue, which is mentioned frequently in uh, our uh, iTunes reviews, it's just hanging out. <laughs> so uh, yep. I think you should listen to Pretend Friends. This is my roundabout way of you telling me telling you that you're probably <laughs> going to like it. I, I do. I do agree. I just also want to warn real quick that I, I totally agree with you, Dom, and that, uh, you know, you guys are very much how you are in real life. Uh, I do want to warn in case anyone ever runs into me at a convention or anything. I am very different. This is mostly persona. Um, <laughs> real me picture like Jared Leto in any of his movies, like in Blade Runner, where just kind of everything seems super serious. And I'm kind of looking off in the distance a lot. Um, you are really pensive. Yeah. Yeah. I also like use my hands for like physical communication by like just grabbing everything. So just, mm. just know um, really unpleasant to be around. Just a heads up. Maybe talk to the other two people. Well, it's going to be it's fair to say that your actual name in real life isn't Chad. It's Chocolate Goth, right? God, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's a very visceral and 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 physical experience to be around Chad. Yeah, this is this is why we mostly record remotely. Uh, it's scary. Uh, <laughs> I I I came up with a nickname for myself last night. It's cool. not, you ready? You ready? Yeah. <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. So uh, we were talking about how we had seized the day yesterday. We had a very full and pleasurable day. We seized it. We carpe diemed. And then we were uh, having that a delicious bowl of soup, which I was telling both these guys about earlier mm-hmm. uh, at night. And we were carpe. I, I said noche, carpe nocheing, uh, just assuming that, that the Latin word for night would also be the same yeah, as the Spanish word. Right. <laughs> sure. uh, um, <laughs> and then I looked up what the actual word for, for night is in Latin, and it's, it's noctis. It's the second so I, that, yeah. So my name is Noctis Boy. Is what I'm. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're night boy. Night boy. Night boy. I like it. It's I like a like different it. variation of uh, indoor kids. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna start uh, doing being an Uber driver, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna enter my name in Uber as Noctis boy. So like when you get your call, like you call, like you you, you order your Uber, like you'll see Noctis boy is arriving to pick you up in ten or fifteen minutes. And I. I oh my god! I just want to say if you if you put it just as Noctis. And give yeah. yourself like a pretty like uh, dark photograph as your Uber driver. I would be so excited Intrigued, right? and scared about you picking me up. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pick people up, and I'm not going to say anything there except for when they leave. <laughs> when they leave my car, I will tell them Carpe Noctis, <laughs> seize the night, and then and then and then I'll drive off, and it'll be a very mysterious thing. My car is going to be all black, and I have I have Noctis boy on the back window so that people see it and see me coming. And uh, I will only perform Ubering at certain hours of the night, and and people will, <laughs> they won't be able to they won't be able to select me, but they might get Noctis Boy if they know the hours that Noctis Boy rides. Yeah, don't isn't like a move that you do. You you're driving the car, and then you're like, ah, oh, let me reach into the glove compartment here and grab uh-huh. something, and then just bats fly out of the glove compartment. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> and then there's just bats in the car. Yeah. If you say the if you say the correct series of words, which I will not reveal in this podcast, that will happen. Yes. Wow. Well, I think also is really a danger and a great part of you being a, a very particular night driver is mm-hmm. if you're doing a really late late drive. If the sun comes up while they're still in the car, you just kick them out and leave. Like as oh, yeah. soon as as soon as sun hits your car, you cannot be knocked to spoil anymore, and they must end the ride right there. We have to race against the light. Yeah. Oh, sure. It will be a wild ride. It will be a wild ride if you're in there (laughs) before dawn. Yes. You know, I I, I have to to just say something that was uh, addressed. I I said that um, 
Beneath the Planet of the Apes was the first sequel to be oh, made. Oh, yeah. And uh, some other people have come out and said that, well, there was, you know, the sequel to, uh, oh, what is that? Bride of Birth Frankenstein. of a Nation. And a oh, sequel, Birth of a Nation. Uh-huh. A sequel to Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, dismiss those and say that <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> I think the point still stands, even if those are factually accurate, that in that era, they were figuring out what do we do when we tell a story again. And, right. And especially marketing it towards audiences. I guess we just continue exactly when the story ended. We just pick it right up. The first shit sequel. Is what it was. Uh, it's great. I love that movie. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know if I could ever handle watching another one of the Apes movies. How much that one freaked me out. Oh, but dude, that was one of the conquest. ones that the Goosebuds Patreon were planning on uh, watching at some point. People can watch that one. And then maybe if you like it, watch Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. So All good. right. Unrated version. Which is the one where they time travel, like two apes time travel to modern day That's New escape, York? escape from the Planet of the Apes. They, that one they, they travel like to LA because it's cheaper that way. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's wacky. Oh, well, this has been a great one, guys. I think we should probably wrap it up, right? Yeah, Let's I had a blast. Hey. Guys, thanks so much for, for being my friend and reading dumb Goosebump books with me. Guys, same. check out Pretend Friends. Go to ComfyJunior.com and spend some money. And, uh, oh, yeah. And stop by the Patreon and maybe have your name read on the show and listen to oh, Camp yeah. Goosebuds. Do it all, baby, and we'll see you. Oh, and ya. hey, 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 before I forget. Uh, the first episode of Unikitty that I wrote uh, aired oh. on, on Halloween. You can probably oh. find it online uh, or on Cartoon Network app. And there's a lot of angry Teen Titans Go fans leaving comments. Please go check it out. It's very fun. Uh-oh. It's a spooky episode. Go leave uh, good comments on it. Yeah, leave leave good comments if you can. But go check it out. Uh, more stuff will be coming out for that show soon. But go go watch Spooky Game. It's called Spooky Game Unikitty. I'm gonna go watch it right after this. Oh, thank- all right, all right, guys. Um, good g- goodbye. I love you. <laughs> I love yous. Don't let the door hit ya where the good lord splits ya. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Isn't that Carpe what people say? People say Carpe noctis. Carpe noctis, you son of a bat. This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash goosebuds. Thank you to Asim Zaman, Stefan Jive Turkey Kuwabara, Planes, Trains, and Meowmobiles, Kale Clinton, SBS, Sergio Holguin, Patrick, <laughs> Tara Jansen, Tom, Aaron, can I get an amen? Andrew Jason Santos Jake Young Heath Robinson Jason Crooker S (laughs) Patrick Reynolds Scott Colopy Trent Davis Jacob Rackier Ya best pal Paladin Supreme Jellymans Tyler Lucas Kyle Billings Robert Moon Ryan Shell Poop Dick Tracy (laughs) (laughs) Stealth Bates Ryan Melfi, Logan Troiano, Yettisburg, Michael Knight, Penmask, Sarah Welch, Jack Frazee, Nathan Wainwright, Connor Church, Zachary Lawson, Centicles, Lyndall Martin, Ronald King, Andrew Applegate, Silo, 
Alistair Perez. Brian. Victor. Becca McWilliams. Slink me up, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Zambambino. Spencer Egart. Christopher McElvogue. Sven Stormbeard. Patrick Murphy. Ben Bohan. Chase Neiman. Psycho Master One. (laughs) Carly Sarnowski. Vincent Bodica. Aaron T. Strunk. Yeah, Nathan Remick. Chris Culver. Stephen Daniels in Patreon support. (laughs) (laughs) John Jimco Productions. Brandon Roudenbush, LLC. Fausto the Taco Druid. Brian Hopgood. Fangirling with Mel. Jennifer Britton. Eric England. Afshin Mutaleb. Bean Daddy Spook Boy. <laughs> Danky McStanky. Just like Hollywood underscore. <laughs> Sarah Kemp. YT Chan. Philip McKee. Zachary J. Boss. Matt Flanagan. Jobs. Grady Wakeman. The Rupal Productions. Mare Negatorium. Yes. Joshua Lopez. Jordan Winkleman. Honk. Hi, Raposo. Martin A. Masias. Daniel Kalejas. Kenneth Tyler Birds. Madeline Volker. Jim Greaves. John Luke. Natu Pearl Henderson. Christopher Boyce. Hollis Hornbeak. Somehow every time I get Turtle Mancer. <laughs> <laughs> Zachary James Boyce. Uh, did I already say his name? I feel like he's been said a couple of times. Well, there's Christopher Boyce right above. Huh. Zachary J. Boyce, and then there's Zachary James Boyce. Well, he's on here twice. He he's gets, paid, the, he's he gets his name for twice. He's paying for twice. twice. So nice, you donated twice. There you go. <laughs> Walter Frazier. Ryan Fisk. Ford Theater Reunion. Sean Lyons. Cameron Murphy. Paul Grasso. Ben Bueller. Michael McDowell. Nick Hayes. David Cron. Zang Keith. Dagger throwing knives. Whoa. I'm a Kevin. Joshua P. Robertson. Tim I. Healy. Ed Burdick. David Cole. Aaron Manchester. Beware and warning. <laughs> Mickey C. Dapio. Jared Mason. Kevin Boucher. Taylor Dierks. Jonas Blotterman. Or Jonas Blotterman. Whichever one you think. Whatever you prefer. Matt Sadler. Nick Hinkle. Benton P. Brian Furniton. Fred Atkins. Nathan Dolezal. I like that name. It's a good name. Clayton C. (laughs) Paul, stamp of approval. (laughs) Mike Lanteri. Kyla Tharp. Buddy Morrill. Chris Birch. And Joe, insert wacky noise, Scott. Okay, wait, hold on, let me do that. Joe, Scott. <laughs> so wacky. Auga, <laughs> Scott. How about that one? I got both. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank you all for donating. So nice of you. Bye. Love yous.